Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Food that's good for the environment, good for the people who eat it, and good for the people who grow it. They pick it so it's beautiful when it comes to market, and you get to enjoy that. Local businesses is the, the first place that we can directly support somebody. You've got to believe in what you do, and if you stick to that, then you're getting there anyway. G'day, what's up? Steph Postumi here with another Quicksand Food podcast, and today I speak with Kirsty Hillekemeyer from Flowerwater Salt Bakery in Kayama. Flowerwater Salt have a few locations. There's one in Milton down on the south coast, one in Barrel up in the southern highlands, and another location in Kayama. They run their factory out of Berry, and they make some absolutely fantastic sourdough bread out of the three basic ingredients that constitutes their name. They use organic flour, and they also have a great range of different pastries, cakes, and all sorts of other homemade and local products available on their shelves. They're a bit more of an upmarket bakery, and Kirsty gave us the recipe for their different sausage rolls that they do for the Illawarra Cookbook. I love the bakery, and Kirsty's got an interesting insight into running a business that is like Flower Water Salt, a bakery, but also a cafe. So I had a great chat with her, and I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Kirsty Hilkemeyer from Flower Water Salt Bakery in Kayama. So you guys have three locations, obviously, but we're featuring this one, obviously, for the Illawarra Cookbook Kayama. Yep. Um, do you want to just tell, just give me a bit of an overview, like, you can tell with flour, water, salt that there's a lot of attention to detail, not just in the product, but, you know, in the way that the venues look and the systems you have in place for serving people and all that sort of stuff. Because it's not, it's, it's, you know, you're a bakery first and foremost, but also a cafe, and sometimes those things aren't necessarily the easiest thing to yes. sort of weave together. I go hand in hand, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. so how, how, did, how, how do you sort of go about making it work? Um, well, I think it's just been, it's really grown organically over the years, really. When we started Barrel um, seven and a half years ago, it was just bread and a few a small line of cakes. Like, Yost is the baker, but I come from a design background, and I'm a really love baking cakes and biscuits and whatnot and just general food. So I think the two of us together, we kind of just grew this concept. It kind of just is what it is today over several years of just adding on product lines and developing recipes. And um, as you grow, you get more stuff, so it enables you to do more. But we did really start out really very small to start with. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, and now it's transformed from, you know, a bakery to a cafe as well like offering some hot food and sandwiches and that sort of stuff that people can eat in it's just well the flour to salt concept is more about grab and go so um and that just came from a 
desire myself, like when I go visit towns and whatnot, you just want to, when you've got kids as well, mm. you just want to grab some stuff. You don't necessarily want to wait half an hour for mm. something. Well, we love doing that as well, but in terms of that demand for people who are working or just busy mums or whatever, just come in, grab a lovely facel for lunch or a house-made flavoured milk for your kids. It just really has come from wanting convenience, good quality food that's made with love, mm. uh, but fast. So, yeah. yeah, we're doing hot foods now, but it's all very... It's unpretentious. It's, just, it's good quality pies and sausage rolls and sandwiches. It's, you know, we don't do edible flowers and stuff. It's all yeah. very down to earth and practical, really. Is it, is it because it's simple like that and, you know, the, the recipes run through all the venues and, you, you know, you can train anyone to put them together. You That's don't right. need to employ a chef or have like a service kitchen out the back yes. getting all this stuff ready. Absolutely. Was the, decision, was the decision one of like practicality in that, in that sense? at the start or is that just like a result of sort of how you want to do No, it? absolutely, you're right. No, that, that was an intentional yeah. um, business move so that because Yost and I are both hands-on that we could train anyone to go in the kitchen as long as someone's passionate about food and they care about how a sandwich looks and it's always been a bit of a fine line because chefs don't want to make sandwiches mm. yet sometimes people aren't... You've really got to make sure that person, that cook is passionate about it too because it's not just slopping stuff together, it's about creating something that's very simple but beautiful mm. um, and also in regional areas you can it is a challenge to find highly skilled people sometimes so we mm. thought well let's just keep it simple it's something that if we need to we can jump in the kitchen and do it or if a front of house girl is, has a passion for food like all of our front of house girl well not all of them but a lot of them can jump in the kitchen and do mm. the job as well and and that when it comes down to business um, side of it we're big on documentation so we kind of thought about that how, how does McDonald's do it mm. and that's down to training and documentation mm. and that's how we try to put it into our business so from customer service like we've got documents this is how we want you to talk to our customers okay. and treat our customers and this is how exactly what goes into a for sale or this you know it's all documented yeah okay so there's no grey area so yeah just clear cut this is what flower salt's all about cool. is that is that something that's hard to teach people when, when they first get involved in a business? Because I think that that's, I mean, outside of places like McDonald's, that approach is generally kind of unique, like in a sense, like a lot of places that I've worked out, there's no, there's no strict rules about how you're supposed to dress or how, how you're supposed to greet customers or any, anything like that. Um, yeah, is that sort of, is, is it difficult to train people or does it sort of make it easier? I think it makes it easier yeah. because you're saying these are our expectations on, you know, this is we're employing you. And I think it's also to about employing the right people. You've got to, you've got to tune into, you know, you know, hospitality people, as soon as you see them wipe a table, you know, they've either got it or not, you know, in the first 30 <laughs> seconds, whether that's a 15 year old junior yeah. or someone else. So that's, you know, if they're going to be the right fit for you and your staff have to represent your business. And it's so important. I think mm. a lot of, businesses let themselves down by I don't know not not seeing them the importance of that because they're they're your brand as well mm. you know as someone walks into your business you want to be 100% confident especially when you expand because I can't be in all my shops all the time I need to be confident that a customer is going to get the same service whether they're in Milton or Barrel and and a, a high level of service as well mm. and that's what people remember they'll remember the food and whatnot but it's I think service is really 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 important that's what people remember mm. yeah for sure um and i guess i you know as we were talking about that the sort of concept and the the practicality of the model 
facilitates good service at the same time mm. as well because there's not that many people eating in and you know you do have good processes in place to make sure that people aren't unhappy because they can just take stuff away or they can sit down they won't be waiting long for yeah. their food. And, and it's often just the communication with your customers as well like we can be very busy at times with a line at the door and just to acknowledge your customers that are wait, waiting like we'll be with you in a moment or if there's two people on the till we'll start talking to those customers so they're not just sort of twiddling their thumbs and oh my god hurry up um, it's just about really genuinely caring about your mm. customers experience do you find it hard to find staff that are those ones that you that you want representing you that do care? Because you know there's a whole variety of people out there, and sometimes you just find gems. Yes, and, absolutely. You know, at other times there are people that, that yeah. don't care. Oh, as I said, I think you just after years and years of doing this, you can just see in someone's eyes if yeah. they really genuinely want to serve people and look after people and of course we've had a few doozies over the years of course, yeah, of course. but I'm really proud of our teams and yeah. our managers they they really um, embody flower philosophy and they all really care about it and that's that's what makes you good I think when customers can genuinely feel I think if there's care put into something and love and that's where the, our products stem from, like Yo's love for bread and mm. my love for making jam or whatever. It's you've got to have the love and care in it. Otherwise, what's the point, really? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what's the point? Um, so, I guess like it's pretty obvious when you come to a place like Flower Water Salt that there is love and care put into all the products. Mm. So, is that sort of your starting point? Like when it comes to developing what you guys do? I mean, bakeries are such a you know institution in Australia but mm. you guys do it in a different way you know you don't do sort of cream buns and and, no. and meringues or whatever yes, it might be yes. but uh it's it's sort of that more refined like product product yeah line. It's, um all of our products that we have in store stem from stuff that we like to eat ourselves right and um yeah we we try not to follow fashion too much you know I like donuts we do kind of like no we're doing our own thing and we yeah. stand by what we do um, yeah, it just comes from a place of like in really enjoying something. Or we do stock a few things in the store that we buy in. Only it's very small mm. stuff, but it's it's stuff that we really like to eat ourselves. Mm. It's not just let's just pack the shelves full of stuff. It's either well, it's all local and yeah, just quality product that we like mm. as well. So it just comes from yeah, what we like to enjoy. That's cool. Um, I think a lot of places sometimes rather than thinking about what they like and you can truly stand behind your product start from a place of what they think other people like mm, that's right and, i know that's and right the, and, the, and the connection is sort of yes. not there that's exactly right yeah. you're, you're trying to preempt what you think people want but if you just start from a place of uh, your own conviction and you know this is us and this is what we're about i think people are attracted to that um concept so yeah yeah cool um Let's talk about the sausage rolls we've got the recipe yes. for. Uh, you know, do you want to just give us an overview? Yes. What are they? So there are um, rosemary, lamb and mint sausage rolls. And um, we use local berry butcher for our meat. So mm -hmm. it is um, local meat when, where possible. Um, and it just, again, that recipe is just, um, you know, just lots of herbs and lots of just good stuff in it. It's um, organic sourdough breadcrumbs in it. And our pastries made with um, real butter, of course. A lot of Australian bakeries, they don't use um, quality and organic flour. So it's just 
simple stuff, but quality ingredients. Mm. Mm. And that, yeah, I guess that's where it starts from. But I think for me, like, I've gone through this absolute sausage roll craze recently because I used to always just buy pies when I went to a bakery, <laughs> but now for some reason I'm just loving You've sausage switched. rolls. I just love the flaky, buttery pastry. Oh, it's so good. So how do you get your pastry perfect, though? Like, how do you get it well, so crispy a, and buttery? I'm not a pastry chef, but it just skilled people who, skilled people do yeah, it yeah well that's it you've got to have skilled um, skilled staff to do it yeah and but once again like making pastry and that sort of thing it follows what you, everything that we were talking about because it's about controlling every detail of mm. making it so like whether it's the temperature in the room that you're cooking yes. at or the temperature of the butter that you're using or the type of flour that you're using mm. and, and whatever just paying attention to those details is what yeah. sort of makes all the difference and yeah it is as a sausage roll but i think you know you can have some a sausage roll and you can have a sausage roll yeah and exactly these, like, we're really proud of our sausage rolls i think they're they're really good and people are really surprised by the size of them when yeah. you know our, our full-size ones it's a lot of bakeries have very very small little sausage rolls and you know if you're gonna do it just do it you yeah know, exactly do it properly and, yeah. and really enjoy it yeah yeah they look great and then the kasundi you guys make and you always have you have that as a retail offering yes, in shops as well we do so yeah we have our own product lines of um yeah kasundi, tomato kasundi um but we also do we make a lot of in-house like onion jam beetroot jam uh, all of our jams made by myself mm. and it's um again i love kasundi i love it with um, lamb sausage rolls what it's, sort of spices do you put in uh, mustard seeds cumin uh, lots of Indian flavours in yep. it. Yeah, it's, cool. it's good. Good combination. Yeah, chilli. Do, do, do you find the retail side of the business, as in things like the jams and the honeys, and I, I feel like certain cafes have that there, but it, it's kind of a consolation thing that, that's mm. sort of just there. But you yes. guys seem to do a fair bit of it. Do you, does oh, it work a lot for you? Yeah. Yes, I can't keep up with it. Yeah? Yeah, it's... Um, my staff are always yelling, because I make the jams and I, my thing is I try to get rescued fruit well like oh, okay, cool. I discovered an orchard a few weeks ago and it's just a neglected orchard so I um, got in there and took a lot of lemons and oranges <laughs> and whatnot Great. but it's a very labor intensive thing but um, you know having your own jams here and you know people really like that point of difference because you can't just get that jam in somewhere else yeah. and yeah I think it's part of the experience coming to Flowerwood Assault you can pick up a nice um, jar of jam or the honey that we have it's a local honey and goodness me we sell it by the truckload yeah it's where, just a where, beautiful, where's the honey from it's from jervis bay yeah, by, okay. um matt and jane heard the beekeepers yeah. and they just really again really passionate about a pure product yeah raw um no chemicals it's just a really lovely lovely product mm, awesome yeah um finally we'll talk about just kayama and mm -hmm. sort of the food culture around this area. So this book extends down to Gerringong and all the way up to Stanwell Park. Um, how long have you been in Kayama for now? Um, we have been here for two and a half years. Yeah, two and a half. So mm. you guys also trade at the Kayama Farmers Markets and yes. you know, you're a part of the local food culture here. Do you, do you want to just give me sort of like, a, even over the last two and a half years, I feel like regional food culture in the Illawarra has sort of been on the upswing oh, more absolutely. producers and more more venues making use of local projects yeah absolutely i think in the last yeah well when we started here it was um there was only a couple of places really that you'd want to um in cafe wise mm. and i think i uh, 
it's really shifting, home is shifting, and with that local farmers market, you can really see that there are some fantastic producers down here, like passionate, authentic producers. But you can see by how busy that market is, how desperate people and how, how they've embraced that as well. You know, as we're saying, people are actually doing their local shopping there. Mm. They go there, it's just in and out. It's not, you know, it's a, a proper shopping market. You want to go there, get your meat and your eggs and your bread and what, whatever else, mm. your fruit and veg. It's an authentic farmer's market mm. with some really amazing, amazing stuff there. Yeah, mm. it's really cool to see. And it seems like the local community embrace it so much also that you see exactly what you want to see at any farmer's market where mm. the locals know the names of the producers yes. and they're talking to them. Like One thing I talk to people about is that just talk to the producers like ask them questions like if they've got something you're unfamiliar with buy it and ask them how to cook with it or how to use it or whatever and get your information it's such a such a place where you can learn so much oh but how fortunate to actually be able to talk to that person who's making it you just can't do that obviously like going to Woolies or Coles you know and they're passionate about it and that's you know you're doing that that grower or producer is there because they're passionate about what they do. So to actually connect with that person and that probably took your ear off about it because they just love it so yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, love it. Mm. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Okay. <laughs> Done. Thank you. Thanks, Kirsten. Thanks for listening to my chat with Kirsty Hilkemeyer from Flowerwater Salt Bakery in Kayama. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that you learned something. Get down there. It's a fantastic bakery. If you want to find out more about what they do, you can visit their website, flowerwatersalt.com.au. You can check them out on social media as well. And if you want to find out more about us, you can visit us at quicksandfood.com or at quicksandfood on Facebook and Instagram. Please get out there and support the Illawarra Cookbook. It's independently published and a collaboration between all of the Illawarra's best chefs and producers. Producers. It's available at our website, quicksandfood.com. So get out there and support it. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Quicksand Food Podcast, and I'll catch you again with the next one. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.